anywhere, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Uh, I just Producer Ian just said he took a wrong turn to work. I go, you drive here every morning. You took a wrong <laughs> turn to work? Have you heard how, how does that happen? Like, if you're a new employee, I get it, but I was he's like, Yeah, I'm running late today. I took a wrong turn. Now and I said to to the office. Maybe you get in like autopilot mode and maybe your brain, you're thinking about something else. You think oh, I'm going home or whatever. You, oh crap, I missed my turn. But yeah, I'm just like good. I was surprised because I'm like, every morning you drive to the studio and today's like <laughs> wrong turn. Oops, where am I going? Don't know where I'm going. So I saw this uh TikTok video the other day, and I've seen other people talking about this. It's uh, a pizza place. And I can confirm, so I used to work at a pizza place was my first job, and I did not do this. But it's kind of genius, and also I feel like I've been cheated my whole life. So these people, he, they pull, he pulls the uh, pizza out of the oven at mm-hmm. this pizza restaurant, and before he cuts the slices, he cuts one like straight line down the pizza, and then another straight line down the pizza, so it's like a strip. Yeah. So he pulls out this strip of pizza. Okay. And then he takes the two halves and pushes it together. Do you follow me visually? Oh, yeah, Do you know I'm what I'm talking about? You. So he pulls out this chunk of the pizza, and it said something like, "When you're hungry at work." So then you push the uh, slices or the two halves together, and then he put it in a pizza box, finished cutting the slices, and then sent it on its way to be delivered. And then all the employees get to enjoy little pieces of the center of this pizza that a customer just paid for. I feel impressed and terrible at the same time. Like there is a part of me that it, it loves the innovation. Loves the, hey, appreciate the hustle. You're working in the back. You want a little something, something. And then another part of me goes, man, I feel cheated. It's like that Chuck E. Cheese rumor. You've heard about the Chuck E. Cheese rumor where oh, basically. yes. They kind of put all the slices <laughs> like together. When you're done eating your pizza and you have leftover, they take those leftover pepperoni slices, put it with other pizzas, and then just kind of reheat it. And there's a fresh new pizza. <laughs> and it's like somebody's old it. slices. I have no idea if that's true or not. But somebody said it totally is true. I don't know. That's uh, that's cutting corners for sure. Oh, I, yeah. Hugely cutting corners. And what's crazy is when he put it in the pizza box after removing a chunk from the center, it still looked like a full, yeah. like it did not look like it was missing much. So and I would never notice if this has happened to me. You would notice if you measured the pizza. But I, I've never heard of somebody that goes to a pizza place and is like, hold on, uh, 12 inches is your large. Yeah, not the case. This I brought up my tape measure. Though I did see a guy, this is again on TikTok. I think TikTok has ruined everyone. It's certainly ruined restaurants oh, because either yes. it's employees exposing them or whatever. But this guy brought a scale to like an Outback Steakhouse oh, and, was, come and on. would order like an eight-ounce steak. And then he would pick up the steak and weigh it. And then it would be like six ounces or something. So he'd freak out, and then they had to give free steaks. But can you imagine? You show up to a steakhouse, and you're bringing a weight to make sure it's really People an eight-ounce like steak. are just looking for contention. Like, they're <laughs> no. just looking to have a bad day. Now, I agree. Like, there are places I go and I, where I go, oh, the portions have definitely gotten smaller, yeah. right? Or the prices have gone. We went somewhere the other day, and it literally was like, we were here a month ago, and this was $2 less. Mm-hmm. And so the jacket of the prices, trying to make up for whatever. But can you imagine bringing a scale and being like, I ordered an eight-ounce steak? No, that's insane. Did you ever cut corners? Um, I worked at a pizza place. The only time I saw anybody cutting corners was kind of like that, but with the cheesy bread, like, loaf. So it's like a whole strip long of, yeah. like, cheesy dough and bread, and as you're cutting it, there's no, like, number to the order. You're just cutting strips. That's smart. Then they take a couple from the middle, push it together, bada-boom, bada-bing. But I would just pick from the salad bar, like, 
pepperonis. I'd kind of snack on the pepperoni. Like I would snack on oh, some stuff. Oh, because your pizza place had a salad bar mm-hmm. in it? Yeah, but it, it, the salad bar was like on uh, our counter. So it yeah. wasn't like it was in the center of the restaurant away from me. It was like near the register. I think when I worked at Applebee's and Sherry's, we both had basically in the back was a fry basket where there was just always hot fries. You absolutely, you walk by couple of fries here and there, no problem. So when I worked at Jamba Juice, and this is legit, I don't know if employees of that store that I worked at still do this, but we would There's make always smoothies. always a Jamba Juice story I know, with I you. Know. We would make smoothies, okay? So say somebody orders like a, a peanut butter, banana, whatever, like a, a smoothie, and you make it, but we make it a little big. So we would make the ah. smoothie, but I'd add like maybe a, a heftier scoop of everything so that there's a little something, something left. So then we would pour the smoothie into the person's cup, fill it up, put the lid on, have a great day. But there's still a good a little bit of amount left and in so the blender. And so you got a little something. So something. all of us would grab a spoon and we'd like <laughs> eat the rest of the smoothie. And that's how we would kind of cut corners. But did that upset the customer that they see that there's still some left in the blender? Because when I go to like a smoothie place or a milkshake place, it always stresses me out when they pour it and then there's stuff in the bottom. I'm like, give me the stuff. They like, probably you made do that, that on purpose. Me. I know, but I would fill their cup up all the way. It's not like I was shorting I know, their but still, like, their I've, I've seen that. I, I it's the same way when <laughs> I went and got a, one of those salads with like the sweet pork on it and I watched the lady pick it up, put it, and then take some away. And I'm like, no, you already yeah, put it on there. That annoys me. Just leave me. it on there. That annoys me when they do that. They pinch yeah. some off, but that's what we would do. We would, we would make a little bit bigger, <laughs> you know, maybe just a little, little extra something, something. Then we'd all go into the bag and we'd like take some spoons and we'd just eat the smoothie that's together. Smart. Or <laughs> and so Lauren's cutting corners with all these TikTokers. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. You are not going to like this. In fact, you're going to hate this. You might even walk out of the studio when I tell you what movie is being rebooted. Now, it'll be rebooted on Disney Plus, but... Home Alone uh, is getting another little uh I'm going <laughs> to slap Mickey Mouse in the face and I'm going to punch Goofy <laughs> right in his nose. What are you doing, Disney? Don't mess with Home Alone. Now, I will say the only no, no, silver no, you- lining, only silver lining is the kid who is playing, I don't even know if it's actually Kevin McAllister or a totally different family, but the kid who's playing the kid on this new Home Alone is the kid who played in uh, Jojo Rabbit. He played JoJo. Oh, crap. I like him. I like that kid, too. I like him a lot. I know. And I know you like him. So I'm does still that mad. I know. I'm still mad. <laughs> now it's going to be called Home Sweet Home Alone. And it'll Aww. be a kid. Uh, okay. His name will be Max, a mischievous and resourceful young boy who's been left behind while his family is in Japan for the holidays. Okay. The problem with Come this on. is Home Alone would not work in 2021. It would not work. You've got drones. You've got GPS. You've got cell phones. You've got all this. How are you going to tell me that this kid would not... Name me a kid in 2021. Someone breaks into the house and they go, you know what? I'm going to set up booby traps. I'm not going to call the police. I'm not going to call my parents. I'm not going to FaceTime someone. Yeah, yeah I'm going to booby trap them. <laughs> so that's the problem. I could believe it in the 90s. In the 90s, okay, the power lines go out. You're kind of, you know, out of luck. But now... Right. You kidding me? All you got to do is send out a tweet. Hi, someone's robbing me. Hashtag help. Police comes out and they're like, hashtag got him. A single slice of Prince Charles and Princess Diana's wedding cake sold. Now, it was estimated to be worth around $700. How much do you think it went for? Mm $700? Not as much as you might think. It's a piece of... But it did go for more. So how much? It's one single slice of cake. 
from their First wedding. First of all, it should be way more than $700. I feel like that you would be in so? the thousands. Yeah, I'm going to go 12000 then. Sorry, in <laughs> oh, my way. This is not the whole cake. This is a I, I know, but we told a story once of Michael Jordan's shoes that went for like $80,000. This is at least a piece of cake from Princess Diana. Uh, fine, $5,000. Oh, $2,565. That actually doesn't seem like that bad of an investment. Again, can you preserve the cake? Or no, is it all moldy? You got to keep it in the freezer. Well, it's probably been in the freezer. I don't think it's been just yeah. out sitting on the countertop for all these years. See, the problem with that is you want to show it off, but how can you show off a slice of cake that you have to keep in the freezer? It's weird to have someone come over and be like, hey, let me show you something in my freezer it's real stupid. quick. It's all stupid. Why are we buying stupid stuff? Stupid stuff that we keep in cases that we can never use. Why are we recreating Home Alone, right? We're all doing stupid stuff around these times. <laughs> Who's the guy on uh, Jeopardy that people are mad at because he says what's instead of what is? He's the, he's the current, Is it like, Matt? Yeah, I think it's Matt. It okay. is Matt. So Matt Amodio, I think is how you say his last name. He just earned his 17th consecutive Jeopardy win. He's the next geek. Yep, making him the show's third all-time highest winner. So he is not far between uh, behind Ken Jennings on yeah, some of his winnings. Remember, it was Ken Jennings and then Matt Holtzauer. Or James Holtzauer. James Holtzauer. He was All really good. All a bunch of geeks. Yeah. But now Matt's the new one. Matt's the new big thing. But yep. everyone, it drives me nuts. Because in Jeopardy, the question pops up and you answer by saying, what is, who is. Yes, and he says, what's. He it goes, drives just, me crazy. what's, you know, pineapples. Or who's James Dean. And it, treat Jeopardy with some respect. All right? Say who is or what is. Exactly right. Andre Drummond uh, from the NBA, he plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. He just signed with them, I think, right? Yeah. He's being hailed a hero. He just saved his two-year-old son from drowning. This is absolutely incredible. He jumped right into the water, I watched fully the video. clothed. You got to do what you got to do as a parent, and you can't even imagine like if he wasn't there or if he didn't well, see it happen. I watched it. I watched the security camera okay. footage, and credit to this man because he was not even in the shot, and you see him run out mm -hmm. and jump in. I mean, a millisecond after his son fell in. Here's what I don't get. Oh. There was a lady and there was another guy. The guy froze. Oh my he gosh, didn't even I didn't know that. And the lady literally like like slowly walked up and started walking <gasps> towards the pool. Oh my gosh. So the, the video is pretty short, but I imagine the rest of that video was him being like, wow, guys, thanks. I mean, this girl looked like she was more concerned about her phone getting wet. Oh it was my gosh. weird. But the dad just jumped in. This cool. hits home for me. Our son's almost two and he loves the water and I have to watch him around it because yeah. it's terrifying and it could just be a second like that and something but terrible But we got swimming happen. lessons starting, so he's going he's gonna to be all trained up this week. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren, and we call this segment Make Up or Break Up, where you go on a first date with somebody, you had a great time, maybe you've been dating somebody a couple of times, and then they disappear out of nowhere. Did they get kidnapped? Did they get abducted oh by aliens? Did they move? What <laughs> happened? And so we try to help figure it out with you. Uh, Heather is with us, set up by her sister with uh, Jeff is who she went out with. Hello, Heather. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for being here. So your sister hooked you up with Jeff? Yeah. So they work together um, in different, like, you know, buildings, but they, you know, are familiar with each other. And so she thought we'd make a great match. So she gave Jeff my number 
And we immediately hit it off over texting. I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like we get along really well. Uh, We, you know, have a lot in common. Um, So, like, from the start, I had a really good feeling about him. So we texted for a few weeks, and then finally uh, we both were free, and he said, pick the place, pick wherever you want to have dinner and I'll pick you up and let's go. And so I love that because like all of the guys I've been with, they always pick the place. Um, and then at the end, you know, we talked about having a second date and it seemed like both of us were really excited about it, but I haven't heard from him since. And it's been like two weeks and my sister, like she hasn't heard from him either. So we both like no idea what went wrong. Oh, dang. And that's hard, too, because now all of a sudden he's not only yeah. not talking to you, but now he's not talking to your sister. He's dropped contact with everyone involved. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. So let me ask you about the date itself. Was this a really long, drawn-out evening that maybe the vibe was killed after a while? I feel like sometimes when you go on a date that like lasts a really long time, yeah. it almost loses its... Um, Luster. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's a dumb reason for someone to not call you back. I'm just trying to dissect it all. Right. I totally get what you're saying. But honestly, like it was only like two hours. Like it wasn't it wasn't like we were there the whole night. It was like, you know, we we were like talking and laughing the whole time. To me, like it did not seem like the flame fizzled out. I mean, we both seemed really into each other. The food was so good and we were enjoying ourselves. So I have no idea what happened. All right. Well, let's uh, play a song, come back and call Jeff. All right. Let's do it. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for Makeup or Breakup. We just talked to Heather. Uh, spent a few minutes with her. She's got to be mad at her sister. Her sister set her up with a guy, and now the guy is ghosting her. And So she's like, way to go, sis. Maybe yeah. it was a sabotage by her sister. She's like, go out on a first date with my sister and then never call her back. <laughs> That's what you get for borrowing yeah. my favorite Yeah, top. exactly. She took my Barbie <laughs> when I was nine. Payback. Yeah, right. so they, they went to dinner. What I love, though, she brought up was that Jeff, when they were connecting, he was like, pick a place. Yeah. She's like, okay, fine. So I picked a place, and we had a great time, and they talked for a while, and they talked about going out again, and then pff, nothing. So we've got Jeff's number. Let's get his side of things. Hello? Hello, is this uh, Jeff? Or is Jeff there? Yes, it is. Jeff, hey, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. And uh, hello, first and foremost. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, hi. I, I, I know this show. I know exactly why you guys are calling right now. Uh, <laughs> is it because I'm you're assuming, not responding yeah. to someone's text <laughs> messages? <laughs> I'm assuming that Heather is on the line right now, right? Yeah. Why? Yes, she is. Text back or you will end up I'm on the show. <laughs> hi. Okay, hi. So, yeah, you know um, how this works, no, Jeff. God, What's up? Is, well, I know I had a great time. I did. I had a really good time with you, Heather. Um, the biggest thing, like, uh, okay, first date. And you, you know, and I, I was very happy to let you choose, but you chose the most expensive place in town. Okay. <laughs> it's, and it's, not, it's, it's not like a big deal. It's not a huge deal by any means, but, I mean, for a first date, you know, in, in my eyes, they're like a little bit more mellow, um, mm-hmm. not as fancy. And dear God, that was expensive. <laughs> like that, that's like if that's going to be a first date, what's going to be our second date kind of thing? And I won't lie, it, it threw me for a loop a little bit. Okay, first of all, Jeff, you 
said pick a place. So I picked a place that I loved and I wanted you to really enjoy. And if you you had these concerns, I feel like you shouldn't have let me pick a place because that's the place I chose. No, and and I understand where you're coming from. I just and I it, like I said, we did have a great time. The meal was good. Everything about it. Just I figured, you know, just for a, a first date, yeah. it wasn't going to be as formal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it was a it was a bit much. Now I let mean, me let me ask you this: when you're talking, when you're talking like most expensive place, I mean, what what kind of things was this? Just entrees? Were you I, I ordering the, the final, whole menu? Like what was how the much? final bill? Yeah. Oh no, we did four course. It was it was incredible. I mean, like I said the food there is absolutely delicious, but the, the I mean, I spent three hundred dollars and that was without tip. Oh my gosh! So it, yeah, you know, <laughs> dang. I coughed up a good chunk of change just for a first date, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, I did have a good time, but I, it made me think: what's going to happen in the future? Is this going to be a constant thing? Am I, am I going to go broke for this woman that I just met? Well, in my defense, I have. <laughs> Like, taken a lot, like, I've had a lot of first dates, and I feel like, you know, like, the place we went was, you know, like, a good place for a date, so I feel like if you're not down for that, then it's not a good match, because I feel like Heather, that's what I deserve. Like, I don't, I don't want to just meet at a coffee shop. But, but Heather, $300 for a first dinner? I that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, I don't know. She knows I mean, every time, but the first date, he's okay. not impressed me. So, so this is not a, you don't expect every dinner. Like, if you guys went out again, right? And the plan was for, in your mind, to go out on a second date, would you expect another fancy dinner? Or you actually think for a first time is the fancy time? I mean, I definitely like the fancy dinners, but I mean, it doesn't have to be like $300 every time. I just don't want, you know, to meet at mm-hmm. a coffee shop and like things get casual super fast. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, are you, I mean, I obviously know you're upset about the price and just how pricey the, the dinner was, but are you cons- like, are you concerned that uh, Heather just wanted a free meal? Are you or fancy taste? Yeah. Like, or are you worried that this is like a long-term thing? You know, I did, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking short term with this right now, obviously, but yeah, I felt like I just kind of like, Oh, you know, take me out for a fancy meal. And then, you know, then it didn't feel what are the right words for it. It just didn't have the feel that I would think it would for a first date. I guess, I, I guess, and she does bring a good point that I guess I'm just more of a casual person. And I'd rather bucks. start off a little more casual before I go and spend $300 on a gal. Yeah, what's, I, what's the good amount, Joey, you think, for a first date? I, I would say if with drinks and dinner, if you're sitting sub 100, you're doing really well. If you're doing sub 200, that feels that feels pretty average. I'm I'm thinking if I went 120 bucks at dinner and drinks and everything, that would be like, wow, we really went out. So, but $300? Man, you could have <laughs> bought an uh, Xbox. Like, like, that's what's crazy. You go out on a date, it could have been an Xbox. Hey, it's but he said pick the place. That's all I got to say. Like, yeah, but you don't. I mean, if someone's <laughs> like, oh, I mean, if I went out to lunch with coworkers and like pick the spot, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's go somewhere fancy. You kind of have yeah, something in mind. That's true. But Heather is saying, this is what I'm worth. I'm worth a $300 dinner. Do you guys want to go out again at all and we would pay for it but i'm telling you heather right now we're not paying three hundred dollars <laughs> we'll pay for like a regular place i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say no it's, okay it's not it's not the right feel for me yeah, i'm well, sorry 
No, you gotta you gotta bounce back and uh, save some money after <laughs> taking Heather out wine and dine. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for the Monday debate. This week, cook while you clean or clean after you cook. You're cooking dinner. We've all been there. You make a masterpiece. And then maybe you finish dinner and you look and you got to do a bunch of dishes. So Lauren is always like, got to clean while you cook. Yes, 100%. And you say it just like 100% that. 100% every time. Clean while I cook. Every clean time. while you cook, guys. Anytime I'm cooking dinner, I'm throwing, you know, wrappers away or I'm wiping down counters or I'm putting dishes in the dishwasher while I'm cooking. Same thing if I'm baking. If I use that bowl to like mix up the cookie dough, as soon as I'm done with it, I wash it while the cookies are baking. No. I just can't handle the mess. Like It stresses me out. This country was founded on something simple, that in any family relationship, this is how it is. Whoever cooks, the other cleans. Whoever cleans, the other cooks. That's just the way it is. And it, if I'm cooking and now I'm cleaning, that feels unbalanced. It should be cook, then the other but person cleans. But I kind cleans. of feel like if you're cooking, you're almost spiteful making like the biggest mess possible because you know you're not well, going to clean it up. I so treat you're just the like, kitchen oh, I don't like, care, and you just slop sauce everywhere. When I'm cooking dinner, it's Food Network. So, bam, boom, bottle. I got seasonings. I got whatever. And yeah, I'm, I'm leaving everything out. I want to look like I'm an artist right in the middle of making a masterpiece. But no, I always have the feeling of if you cook, you do not have to clean. And if you clean, you should not be cooking. So to clean while you cook, you're doing double duty and the next person just sitting on their behind. I didn't say it's all on one person. I'm just saying I prefer the cleaning to be happening while, sorry right about there? my voice, what the heck? What's going on? I prefer the cleaning to be happening while I'm cooking. So whether that's you or someone who's with me or anybody around that helps me clean while I'm cooking, that's very helpful. I don't know. For me, it's more efficient because then when we're done eating... Really, all I have to do is clean up the plates we were eating off of, and then boom, I can relax. And My problem is, in the kitchen. I have never met someone that the moment you finish your dinner, it's like, all right, dish is time. Let's go. Uh, we spent 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, hour and a half to cook dinner. You sit down. It's your time to relax. Family dinner time is a very important time for the family. You talk about your days. You talk about what's going on in life. It can be a good bonding moment. And then the moment I take my last bite, Lauren looks at me like, what are we doing sitting around? Let's clean this kitchen. I am team 20, 30 minutes, relax. I grew up, we'd have family dinner, and then we'd all sit around for maybe 30, 45 minutes, and then we'd clean the kitchen. Oh, that stresses me out. I need to work on my anxiety with that, but he's absolutely right. Every time we cook, the second we're done eating, the second I start cleaning the it's kitchen. Like it's not a restaurant. You're not leaving and, you know, giving it to the bus boy. And there's no conversation had. Right after my last bite is taken, I'm done talking to it's you done and I'm with cleaning. dinner. Because I don't like, it's almost like the pressure. I can feel the filthiness of the kitchen. I can feel the dishes, the weight of it on my shoulders. I'm like, I got to wash those dishes. It's freaking me out. I hate going to bed with a dirty kitchen. I hate oh, messes. I'm, I'm with you. I I'm not going to go to bed with it dirty, but after I eat dinner, I like to slide the plate, like to give the nice little dad, and then I like to sit and talk. But no, but then not I get, the case. Then I get tired though, and then I don't have the energy to clean it later, and then I make excuses. And for me, in my brain, I just compute where it's like, oh, do it now. Do you know what I do? And I don't even know if I want to admit this. Sometimes I'll save a little bit of dinner and I'll hang on to it. So I'm still eating so I can enjoy time at the dinner table with my family. <laughs> so I'll save a couple of bites purposely <laughs> waiting for the right time when I know that, okay, I'm ready to go. 
But because I'm a fast eater, and that's my problem is I eat fast. So all of a sudden, dinner's fast. That means you got to get right to dishes right after you finish cooking. It was like on uh, Thanksgiving dinner this past year. Oh my gosh, we couldn't we even had get pie out. Family over, and I could sense everyone getting annoyed with me because everyone's still sitting around the table trying to enjoy their life, and I'm cleaning up, I'm doing this, I'm making noise in the kitchen, and everyone's like, "Lauren, calm down." Just come sit That's with what us. Thanksgiving's all about. I can't. Mm-mm. Joey and Lauren in the morning. So, uh, one in six people call in sick because of a ridiculous reason. Now we've all called in sick before. You maybe maybe fake sick. You've been like, oh, I'm not ready for it. I've definitely, I've definitely embellished my voice over the phone when I've called my manager or something in Have the past. Have you done that? The fake cough. Oh that- man, I'm just I'm sorry. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> then I do like, hang on a second. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. No, no, I can come in. I can, I can do it. No, no, I'll come. Yeah, yeah. My, my call in sick motive normally is to do like, well, let me just wait and see. Because most people are like, no, don't wait and see. So I was going like, do you want me to wait and see? I, let me just check. Let me, let me just check in the morning. I'll just check in the morning. And they're like, no, nah, don't check in the morning. And then it's like, <laughs> and then of course you got to do the huge thank you. Like, thank you. I'm so sorry. I'm I so normally sorry. never get sick. I don't I know. know what's going on. I only, you know me, I would only call in sick if I was really sick. And what sucks too is in the morning, you always feel worse. Yeah. And so if you have to work, you know, early in the morning, you feel like crap, you call in sick and then say two, three in the afternoon, you're like, I'm feeling pretty good. You go out to do something and then that's when you're going to run into somebody from work. Well, one in six people have called in sick for a pimple. Because, you know, those pimples show up. Pimple, (laughs) man. That's what it says. One in six people have called in six for a pimple. I mean, I definitely had some pimple problems in high school. I had some big gnarly ones that, because I'm a picker, right? And so when I get a when I get a pimple, I you know I do the whole squeeze, get it all out, but then oh. I like to pick on it. So I've been there. You ever called in sick because of a pimple? No, but I'm trying to think back into my high school days where I'd be like too embarrassed, like mom, please, I don't want to go to school. Look, look at this third eye or something. Like yeah. I had a big pimple on my forehead or on my nose. Worst place to have a pimple? Oh, on a pain on your scale. Ear. Oh, on or your in ear? your nose, like yeah. on the back of your ear, or like inside your ear, or inside your nose. The back of your ear. Why would that? I feel like you don't even mess with it. Mine is know. right in the lower yeah, rim yeah. of your nostril. Holy moly! Yeah. You get one of those bad boys in your nose, or even on your nose. But in your nose is probably the worst. Or like yeah. in, not in your ear hole, but like inside the ear. Is um, that what it's called? An ear hole? I, yeah, I yeah, guess for sure. <laughs> but in your ear area, that hurts too. So you never called in sick for a pimple? I don't think I have. No. Most ridiculous reason you've ever called in sick? Um, it's not it's not ridiculous to me and women, I'm sure, but maybe to you it might feel ridiculous. But yeah. cramps, okay, calling in no, sick for cramps. It's not ridiculous to me at all. I totally get that. I uh, I've called in sick, but because I've been too full before. I did that once. <laughs> I ate too much and I was just too full, you know. And you just you're so full, you're like, I need an Alka Seltzer and a Lazy Boy, and then I'll be fine. <laughs> But I can't move. Why are, I can't. why are none of us surprised? Yeah. And then I did call in sick for the release of a video game once. Yeah, Halo came out and it was a big deal. And so what did you tell your boss? I mean, you didn't say it was for the video game. What did you say? Yeah, I, I think I just said I was sick. But it was weird, too, because I was the shift was weird and I, I wasn't planning to go. I talked to him earlier in the day and I was fine. And then my friend's like, hey, you want to come to me with this? Because it was a midnight release of a video mm-hmm. game. We we're going to go mm-hmm. to the store and wait for it. So it's kind of last second plans. So then I had to call again my boss, and all of a sudden I was sick. So it was very suspicious because, you know, yep. four hours early, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, how you doing? And then I was like, Gary, it's me again, Joey. I feel like death. I've come down with something. 
It's coming at me like a banshee. <laughs> I need help, right? Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment. I have been waiting for someone to message us and want to get on the show to tell us a story like this. Failed marriage proposal. It happens. You know what happens. Ah. It happens. Oh, it happens. Curtis is with us. Has a epic story. He said in his message, EPIC, all caps, about a time that he thought he found the one, and she was definitely not thinking that he was the one. Uh, so Curtis is with us now to tell us this story on that awkward moment. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you guys? You well, guys doing all right? Yeah. Good. First and foremost. Have you recovered from this situation? <laughs> hey, I, I have. You know, uh, it, it's, been a, it's been some years, but, uh, yeah, it was a little challenging in the beginning, though, okay. I, I will say. Because I didn't want to bring you on the show, and all of a sudden we're bringing back tender feelings, and this is nah, you know, nah, not good. I, all right, It happened last week. I'm in, a, I'm, I'm in a much better place now. Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, yeah it was two nights ago, man. I'm really struggling. All right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was brutal. I can, I can actually chuckle now. Yeah. Um, okay. That's good. You know, it, it, was, it, it was brutal. But, man, I, I, I tell you what, man. I just appreciate you guys first and foremost, man. I listen to you guys when I'm doing my walks and exercises. You guys are awesome. Oh, appreciate that. Thank um, you. I, I, I got to tell you, so... Years ago, I was dating this girl. We dated for, I don't know, maybe about, I don't know, between eight and ten months. You know, we're going, we're, we're getting close to a year, but I, I knew she was the one. The chemistry, everything was just on point. We, we, we were like, we were just there. So, like, we were out to dinner, uh, you know, nice upscale restaurant. We were out to dinner. I was dropping hints, like, all throughout the dinner, even before, as I picked her up. Subtle hints, just, you know, going there. So, like, we're at dinner. I finally throw a little huge gesture out, and I get ready to get on one knee. She's like, no, wait. I open my ring. I show it to her. And so the whole room is listening, and she's like, uh, no, I'm getting ready to move. I was going to tell you we should break up. I'm like, wait, 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 what? I'm out. So, I, I mean, it, it was – I don't want to, like, make it – I don't want to sit here and take you guys – waste you guys' time, but, like, on the radio. But, like, dude, like, it was like I'm, I'm saying my spill – Babe, I love you. I want to be with you forever. Uh-huh. You know, to death do us part. I'll get on one ear. And she's like, I'm moving. I-, I was going to tell you we should break up because I- I- I'm moving. I'm like, I'm what? And dude, <laughs> no, that's, that's not even it. The, the, the worst part is it's totally quiet in there. Oh, my God. There's gosh. a couple about two, three booths over, and both of them gasp like, <gasps> oh, no. I'm like, are you free? Dramatic. Straight Hollywood. I kid you not. This is my life. And this is straight Hollywood. Hey, you run I'm that like, risk when you propose in public. That I'm is just true. Saying. That is oh true. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I'm grateful for my parents because I was about to find the nearest 30th floor and just jump. But I was cool. I was like, okay, okay. I took a deep breath. I stood up. I didn't make a scene. I was like, okay, if that's what you want, I'm out. So I just left. I mean, she paid for the dinner. I, I didn't even. You just left. That was it. I just left. I hadn't even talked with her since. I don't even know. I hadn't even looked on Facebook. Oh, so you, I don't even know. You, you walked bounced. out and was done. Like, you have not reached out. Dude, there was no text, nothing. Done, the embarrassment. Done. Yeah. I, because I'm talking about it now, I may go re- look for her on Facebook. <laughs> I'm done. Done. So, wait, like, you didn't later, she didn't later, like, call you or text you and apologize. Like, she didn't say anything to you after that? Doesn't even matter. I'll be honest. Can I tell you what I did? Because this is how done I was. I totally went and changed my number. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Though, like, I don't know like, if I blame you because you're telling me that she's just going to drop, I'm moving, just dramatic. I mean. That's what I'm saying. Okay, if anything, hey, I think we should wait a little longer. You know, at least let's go two years or, or let's let's have a, 
we, I didn't mean to get married the next day. I was asking you. We could have had a two-year, three-year engagement. Well, and, yeah. I, and I hate I, to, I mean, this is not going to make you feel good, but I wonder if there were other reasons why she was not interested in marrying you or you weren't the one for her. So she just used her moving as an excuse to be like, well, I'm moving. Because you're right. If she was you know what? ready I, to marry you, she'd say, that. come move with me or whatever. Yeah, I totally thought about that. But I'm yeah. think, think about it. And, and, and it's not, a, yeah, it's about the money, but it's not about the money. But I... I, I got a quality ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You I'm spent best, some money. I, I'm willing to spend my life with you. And oh, dang. Just, I don't want to say she's hardcore, but to say we want to break up, I'm moving. Not, yeah. We could work it out. It's going to be. So I was done. There was nothing else to say. I love the boss move of stand up, leave the restaurant, never talk to her again, <laughs> change the number, and just be done with it. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. I'm done. <laughs> just okay. running run wow. out of there. Uh, Curtis, thanks for the call, man. So are, awkward. Are you still single? You married now? Like, what's the, I know it was a few years ago. Dude, believe it or not, I'm, I'm, I'm happily married. Oh, as of, as oh of, uh, good. Ago, so I waited, I waited, though, about six years. I, I didn't date for about another year and a half. After wow. This. Same ring? Same ring that you proposed <laughs> with her? <laughs> hey. That's a, that's a good. No, I didn't. I, I couldn't because okay. the memories, man. When yeah, I looked at that, bad yeah. memories. You thought of that yeah, restaurant, that I'm couple. I'm your wife. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, good. thanks for the yeah, call, Curtis. Exactly. We appreciate it. Uh, let's hear other failed marriage proposals. Have you had this situation before, that awkward moment? Text us 68719. You can call us as well. We'll get to your answers coming up next. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's That Awkward Moment. Curtis uh, just joined us moments ago. And very vulnerable told us about a failed marriage proposal. Now, the good news is years later, he is now married. Not to Not to that person. Her, but we want to hear your failed marriage proposal stories. Have you seen one? Have you been on the receiving end of one? Did you try to give out a marriage proposal and it just blew up in your face? Well, Amanda heard Curtis's story and has it from the other end coming from being proposed to. So hello, Amanda. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Good morning. Uh, okay. So what happened? So I was the one on the receiving end of an awkward proposal. Okay. So um, you denied so somebody proposing dating. to you? Yeah. So my boyfriend and I were, you know, he took me to this river, like this kind of nice river area that was beautiful. And we're just kind of looking out. And then I just turn around and all of a sudden he's just on one knee. And I was not expecting this. I actually was like super you know, not into commitment, and I, it all scared me. And I <laughs> literally just, like, ran away. <laughs> oh, you just ran? Wait, he's on one knee, and I, you're like, bye. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I was like, <laughs> uh, 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 and I didn't want to say the wrong thing. So I was like, I just took off running. You know what's better <laughs> than, uh, you, you know, you? why say anything? Why say no when you can just run and just disappear? Some people do that, though. You kind of freeze and you just lock up in that situation. And instead of just standing there silent, you're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and yeah. And then so I run and this is a river. So this is dirt and rocks and stuff. And I trip and I fall in to the water. The river? <laughs> you fall <laughs> Gosh, man. That's what you get for running. Well, hang on. Wait a minute. So you fall in the river. Is he chasing you? Are you yelling? I mean, what is going on? Do you swim away at that point? I ran, I ran like the opposite direction that the river was going. So when I fell in, I kind of floated back toward him. (laughs) He's like, do you have it? Do you need a hand? And thankfully I didn't like twist an ankle or something, but I was kind of like, you know, now he sees me like struggling and he has to help get me out and 
it's super awkward. He, we drive home. We don't really talk about it. It's just awkward. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So he drove you home. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you run away from a marriage proposal, that could be the end of the relationship. And I don't know if I'm want. Yeah, he could have just me. Yeah. You know, thank goodness he got you out of the river. So you guys didn't talk at all on the drive home. It was very minimal, just like kind of how you doing, are you okay, kind of thing. And yeah. I didn't know what to say. I couldn't even say I'm sorry. I couldn't even say let's talk about this. I, I was just like so frozen just and done. awkward. Fast forward, um, we talk about things later. We work things out in our relationship. We actually do get engaged for real. And oh. Several months after that, we get married. And we've been married now for eight years. Oh, my gosh. Oh, eight years. See? So you can run away from a guy, fall in a river, and you can still end up being married. Uh, That is true love on his end. That did not scorn him at all. He's like, you know what? Fine. We'll still get married. And thank you so much for the call, Amanda. I have said this for a long time about proposals. You should know. You should be prepared. Like, you want to surprise somebody? That's fine. But the reaction that Amanda has, to me, should not happen. It should not shock someone like, wait, you want to propose? Mm-hmm. To me, someone gets on a knee, and the person should be like, all right, here we go. Yeah, okay, this I is coming. I knew this was happening. And same on the other end. If you are the one proposing and getting down on one knee, you should be very prepared and very confident that that person's going to say yes. Yeah, you should know, okay, 90% chance here they say yes. If you're like, ah, oh, coin flip. Then I would so not scary. put myself in that situation. Uh, public proposals gone wrong. 68719. You can text us. This texture says, I proposed to my wife at a baseball game. And luckily she said yes after she said no at the baseball game. So in public she said she no. She said no in public and then later had said yes, I guess. That's, that's the worst the combo. Says. I know. That's because now you're humiliated, but then later you end up, <laughs> well, it worked out. I would rather have someone say yes to me publicly and then no privately. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. I would say yes to make the moment not awkward, get yeah. through it, and then maybe on the drive home be like, hey, can we slow down on this? I said yes, so I didn't want to embarrass have you. Have you ever seen a public proposal? No, I never have. I've been in part of one, obviously, because uh, my proposal to you is public at a restaurant, mm-hmm. but I've never seen one. I've always wanted to. My favorite memory from our proposal in a restaurant in public. Everybody's clapping, excited. I said yes, da 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 we're walking away from the restaurant, and this woman comes up to us with a little business card. She's like, hey, I do weddings. She takes, She's a photographer. Yeah. She's like, here you go. I'm like, lady. Trying to get that come money. Come on. We just got engaged Trying to get that ago. cash. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack, but a full warning. This is not a real life hack. It's more of a joke, but it actually does make sense, and it seems like a really dumb but yet really smart thing to do and i got this from my our friend and co-worker kj mack he messaged this to me and he's like use this as your life hack rent a car that is the exact same car that you own then take it home swap the tires best 59 dollars i've ever spent <laughs> again don't do that Okay. That's terrible. It's Don't terrible, and it's, I'm the, sure it's uh, against the law. That's the anti... Well, of course it's against it's the stealing. law. You don't own that car. That's stealing. But if you think about it, you're like, okay, if you owned a you know, Mazda 3 or whatever, <laughs> you go rent a Mazda 3, you just switch out the tires. I don't think you get to choose the car you rent, though, right? Isn't no, it just you, you pick economy you or whatever, sedan? Well, or- you know, maybe you could go on the lot and actually go, but so many people rent cars online, and mm-hmm. you're right, it, it says like... Ford Fiesta or similar, and then you just get a car that's yeah, similar no, to that. That's the anti-life hack. That's yeah. the do not do life hack. No, so I came across this thing. It's things husbands shouldn't say to their wives, 
And as I'm reading this list, I'm trying to figure out if you've ever said this to me. So I'm going to read it to you. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're going to go through this, and I want you to be fully honest, fully transparent. Have you said any of these phrases? So you're not supposed to say these. The these are like the buzzwords. The things you should not yeah? say to your spouse. Maybe like, girlfriend, wife, partner, whoever. Okay? Calm down should be on here. Um, are you going to wear Spanx with that? <laughs> no, I've never. I've <laughs> Don't ever ask that. that question unless Man, you want to get divorced. What dude Just a out PSA. there is dropping, hey, you should put on Spanx, you know, kind of tighten some things up in there. It's terrible. That's so bad. Uh, next one on the list is, okay, I'll babysit. Oh, I have friends that say that all the time. That, I will have to say, is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. You don't do this, but I have had friends where um, I've heard them say, oh, I got to babysit my kids tonight, or oh, my wife needs me to babysit. Yeah. Or even wives will be like, yeah, my husband's babysitting. No, I'm like, he's not babysitting. Nah, That's he's a babysitter. Not. They're your kids. You're not yep. babysitting. He's the dad. I will say, I think I have said, like, oh, I'm watching our son tonight. But you don't say that every night. If I'm gone, you don't say, like, oh, I'm, I've got to watch my son tonight. No. But there are times if I'm on the golf course, I'm like, oh, yeah, and then tomorrow I got to watch him. Okay, and so you don't want me to mark that yeah, down as you've said that? I, I don't use the word babysit because okay. that's idiotic. If it's your kid, you're not babysitting. But <laughs> I do think anytime I'm watching him solo, I say like, oh, I have to watch him. Mm-hmm. But I'm it's on, like I'm on dad duty or that's something. That's your life. You mm-hmm. you know, we watch our kid, right? How about don't worry, it'll grow back after you have a haircut. Maybe that didn't go the way you wanted it oh, to Oh, no, go. I've never said that. You rarely get your haircut. I can't remember the last time you cut your hair. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this I don't think would actually offend me. Um, it might be annoying if I'm like crying about my hair and like, oh, don't worry, it'll grow back. But really, it'll grow back. I don't even know if we've had that experience yet in our marriage where you've had like a terrible haircut and I've said something stupid. Because I think you've liked your hair almost all the time, right? Yeah. I don't, well, it's because I don't do anything drastic. You did bangs for a while. I remember that. Yeah, I did. That was like the craziest thing I ever did. Uh, this phrase makes my skin crawl. Don't ever say this to your partner. Why don't you ever wear stuff like that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> man, I, I'm going to give myself credit. I'm smarter I'm than so the average man because I would that. never say that. Okay. So you've I think not maybe that. I've made suggestions. Be like, oh, so-and-so, I like her style. No, I don't think I would say that. <laughs> I don't think I would touch that. <laughs> you've said this. Oh, but I changed a diaper this morning. Yep. Yeah. I'm a diaper counter guy. I, I do like the diaper counter and the diaper stats. Yeah. Our son will need a diaper change and Joey will be like, oh. Oh, it's your turn. I, I just did one earlier. I'm yeah. like, just, just do it. If yep. you're right there, just do it. Um, how about really? How much harder would another kid be? Oh, gosh. What? No, I wouldn't say that. I can't believe men actually People say, say this? things, I guess. So. And they're still married, and they're not divorced or dead. Like, I mean, there's a certain <laughs> point where I'm like, you may end up in a river. And you're not the one who has to carry the yeah. baby, okay? You've turned into your mother. <laughs> you, I think I have said you're like your mom. And I think I've even said you're stubborn like your mom. I'm putting a, a, a little check mark by I that. I think I have kind of. I mean, I may have not said that exact phrase, but I've pretty much alluded You'll to say, that. Oh, I know where you get your stubbornness. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. said that like, oh, you're just like your stubborn mom. How about, uh, wow, your best friend looks exactly the same as she did in high school. I'm not great at this because I will compliment your friends a lot and I will kind of say things along those lines. You so, compliment uh, like friends that we both have yeah, that are like, oh, female and you'll, and you'll say like, hey, and they'll like tell her she looks good. And I'm just like, excuse me. I'm not allowed to tell anybody else they I look know, good. I it just comes off weird. All right. So yeah, to give me a point for that. I mean, an anti point. 
Well, yeah, I gave you a check mark. And the last one is, I can't find my dot, dot, dot. Fill yeah, in the blank. You can't sure. find something. Yeah, I'm putting like a million check marks by that because you can really? never find anything. I don't know if I believe that. I almost feel like we're pretty even. No, you think I lose everything? No, like you don't know where anything is in the house. Oh, yeah. oh I can't find this. Yeah. I don't know where to go. I was thinking like my keys and my wallet. No, it's more like I don't know where the blender is. And we've had the blender in the same spot for probably, you know, 10 years. And I'm still like, <laughs> the blender, what's uh, Is that in the fridge? Is that something you keep in the garage? I still think the worst one is, why don't you ever wear stuff like that? Oh, that's, uh, again, you may end up dead if you say that. Men, for sure. If you want to continue living. Or keep your marriage. Don't yep. say that. That's a pretty good list, Lauren. That's pretty good. It's Joey and Lauren. You can't even Google it this fast. This is the five second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time to play five second rule. Melissa is with us today. She is today's contestant for five second rule. Hello, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Good all morning. right. We got five seconds to name three things, and we're all battling against each other. So, me versus you versus Lauren. You ready to do this? Yep, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. okay. Who do you want to start, Melissa? Should I go first, Joey, or do you want to go first? Um, I want to go first. Oh, okay. Mel- I like this. You know Coming what? No one ever, a lot of times it's always, ah, oh, Joey or Lauren, you go okay. first. I like you wanting to go right out of the gate. All right, Melissa, you've got five seconds to name three breakfast foods. Cereal, pancakes, waffles. There it is. Boom. What's your favorite out of those three, by the way? Waffles, for sure. Yeah. Waffles are Ooh, good. Ooh, you get the syrup in the in the little squares. Yeah. All right, Lauren, let's go to you. Okay. Name three Jacksons. Jacksons? Oh, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Um, but who's the other ones? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I forgot. Man, you were off to a great start <laughs> with Michael and Janet. Uh, I think it's Bobby? Tito? There's a, definitely a Tito. I don't know. All right. Dang it. Okay, Joey, name three Rugrats characters. Uh, Tommy Pickles, Phil and Lil and Chucky and Angelica and Doug or not Doug is Dang. yeah. I'm very impressed. That's a big Rugrats guy. <laughs> okay. Dude, I love the intro. Do 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 do. Do you know what I'm talking about, Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know Rugrats that well. Yeah, She's I like, I know, I, the I intro. know now. I guess. Okay, Melissa, you got five <laughs> seconds to name three amusement park rides. Um, Colossus, Wicked, Cannibal. Dang, you went with names of rides. I was thinking like Ferris wheel, roller oh. coaster, teacup. Oh my god! I thought it was great. I'm going to give you the doing point. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We're still giving you a point. That was impressive. Very impressive. So you got two points now. Let's go to Lauren. Lauren, name three things people worry about. Um, their kids, their spouse, their job, life. <laughs> I don't worry about you or the kids, so that's. <laughs> but you get the point. All right, round two for me. Joey, name three ways to become a billionaire. Uh, investing, uh, cryptocurrency, and rich family. I guess that's true. <laughs> You're all about that Bitcoin, man. I guess that's all right, true. To round three, we go back to Melissa. You got this, Melissa. Name three characters from The Lion King. Simba, Pumbaa, Timon. See? Boom. You know what? Don't mess with Melissa when it comes to breakfast or Lion King or anything Disney, maybe, because you got that easy. <laughs> uh, perfect three for three, Melissa. All right, let's go to Lauren. Name three awesome. items you put in a bowl. Cereal, ice cream, soup. Dang. I really thought you were going to struggle with that one, but you went all food. All right? Of course I did. 
Good job, Lauren. Okay, Joey, name three <laughs> Canadian provinces. Uh, Alberta, <laughs> Quebec, and British Columbia. Is, I'm, is Alberta? You sound confident, so I'm going to say you're correct. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if Alberta is a province or if it, that's a city. I, but I think it's no. It's okay. It, what did you say? Because I have a list now. Okay. Yes. Victoria. British. I don't, I don't see no, Victoria. I said uh, 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 Alberta, Quebec, Alberta, Quebec, and British Columbia. It's got to mm-hmm. be it, right? Yes. Yes. But it doesn't matter because Melissa, you still win. You got three out of three. Way to go! All right. Awesome. Joey and Lauren. Time to wrap up the show by asking the question, what did we learn? I learned that there are some dumb men out there that say really dumb things. Uh, Lauren gave a list of things husbands shouldn't say to their wives and things like, oh, you should dress like your friend. Yeah, if you say that, you are going to get slapped. And I'm okay with you getting slapped. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, a lot of people have been texting in their weird reasons that they've called in sick. Yeah. Uh, where they say they're sick, but they're really doing something else. Because one in six people are calling in sick because of a pimple. A pimple. Every once in a while, a pimple hurts. Maybe it's in a spot you don't like it. And so you just got to call in, call it a day. This text says, I called in sick to stay home to clean my new house after moving in. That was the only time I called in sick in 12 years. Man, you waste your one sick day on cleaning? Yeah. In 12 years? My dad, when he retired, I think had, I'm serious when I say this, like 428 sick days. Like he had Dang. that many. Did they have to pay him out for him? Or? No, it was some weird thing. Maybe they did, but he had over a year of sick days available. Well, I think it's you have to use them yeah. within a certain amount of time. I remember use them within that year. I mean, I don't know what his employer's rules were. but My wow. last year, I'd be like, guess what? <laughs> I'm sick. I'm not coming back for 428 days. <laughs> See you Peace. next year. That's what I would love to do. That. <laughs> I'm staying in my pajamas for over a year. I'm See doing it. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.